Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. You still have time. In Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, we read, He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. There'll be lots of people talking today about the Oscars, the smacking, the winners, the fashion. It is a good break from the regular news. When you get together with your guy friends, you talk. There is no shortage of talking points among men, such as Tom Brady reversing his retirement, or the war in Ukraine, or politics in your country, or Bitcoin and wealth building, or girls. Then there is a phone call inviting you to a shopping trip to the newest mall in the county. You suddenly make time to join your friends because there is a promise of some deals that you might never see again. And besides, you get away from the drudgery of housework and get to spend some time with your girlfriends. And then there is the ever-present demand to complete a term paper and the semester is racing to a close and you still need to get ready for finals. The bane of existence of every college student. Or maybe your life is boring and all you do is worry about food for your family, paying the bills, planning to visit your friend in the hospital, laundry, fixing the leaking roof, getting rid of the roaches, get the kids' clothes ready for school. Some things in our lives get shifted to the top of our priority list for whatever reason. They need to get done because. Let us talk about a priority matter. Jesus' parting words to his disciples is in the form of a message or a request or an assignment. You have been with me all this time I was doing ministry here on earth. Well, my time is up and you guys are being appointed to continue the work that I have started. And I'm ensuring you that you are going to be equipped and empowered to do a good job. One thing I want you to hear, it is important. Well, it is the end of the first quarter of the new year and soon it will be Christmas. Mm -hmm. We're only nine months away from the celebrations and following the celebration, the time of reflection. What have I done for Jesus this year? You remember having that conversation last year and the year before and the year before? We seem to often come to these points of conviction at the most opportune time, when we are crossing over into a new year, and we engage in this superficial inventory of duties related to our faith, and the commitment is interrupted soon after by life's activities. Well, let us do the inventory now, three months after the start of the year, so we can make some decisions. Maybe we still have time to rearrange our priorities. Have you ever been tortured with the unchangeable fact that someone you know, a relative or a friend, died some time ago and you have a strong feeling that they died without accepting Jesus as their Savior? You are pretty sure they did not, although you grab onto some far-fetched incident to give you hope that one day you might see them in heaven or to absolve your guilty conscience. You had numerous opportunities to share Jesus with that person and you kept on postponing, hoping for a more convenient time. You fully well know that the best time is now, since no one is promised a tomorrow. At least, one of us might not see tomorrow. But still many of us never open our mouth and say, Can I talk to you about my faith? Or a simple opener would be, I want to have a conversation with you about your future. Now mind you, Right about now, I'm implicating myself because I'm guilty of not doing it often for numerous reasons, reasons that you can identify with. How about saying, I don't know what to say? 
Seriously? That is the dumbest self-assurance you could find. Well, how about this one? I want to respect people's opinion and not be guilty of pushing my beliefs on others. <laughs> that is so lame. You didn't use that excuse when you were tearing apart the opposing politicians or you wax eloquently about racism. This one is the most popular escape from reality. I will pray for my friend that he finds Jesus. <laughs> and who will tell them? The preacher maybe, or a co-worker that my friend told me about who is a believer. Oh, we are masters of excuses, especially when it comes to sharing about Jesus. My friend, stop it. We need to stop it. We're guilty of having our priorities in the wrong order. Whatever concerns us gets attention, but the thing that Jesus asks us to do get postponed or dismissed, and our friends, our relatives, our colleagues who are not believers are edging closer and closer to an eternal hell where the fire is not quenched and the worms never die. Is that right? Is that fair? Is that how much you love these people in your lives? Next time you get to be talking with your friends about sports and you are going on and on about the greatest soccer player, think about the possibility that someone in that group might be desperate to hear about faith, about your God. It's the end of March, and in theory you still have time to tell someone about Jesus. I say in theory because you are not planning to die tomorrow or just after Mother's Day or after your next birthday. So for purposes of this conversation, you still have time. Not a lot of time, but you have time to start sharing the gospel with people who have never made a decision to be a part of your faith community. And guess what? They might not say it, but they might be waiting for you to tell them about Jesus. You still have time. Not a lot of time, but today is a good day to start. Begin with one person while you have time. Well, if you have any questions from listening to this message, send me an email to friendofclyde at gmail.com.